Hello, everyone. I'm Naya Swami Maria, and this is Naya Swami Ananta. And it's a joy to be with you here today. If you're viewing online or here as a day guest, and perhaps you don't know that we begin tonight with orientation for Spiritual Renewal Week. This is an annual event, and I encourage you to tune in and, and join us. It's a wonderfully inspiring time. I'm going to read now from Rays of the One Light, and this is weekly commentaries based on the Bhagavad Gita and the Bible, um, commentaries by Swami Kriyananda. And this week is week 32, and it's Does God Hide the Truth? Truth is one and eternal. Realize oneness with it in your deathless self within. The following commentary is based on the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda. In last week's reading, we saw that the great masters themselves counsel discretion in the dissemination of truth. The counter-argument is sometimes made, but the Lord doesn't hide. He reveals his beauty in the sunsets, his tender sympathy in the rain, his wrath in the thunder, his restless energy in the brooks, his power in the sunlight. There are exoteric truths, and there are also esoteric truths. There is that which is revealed impersonally and left up to us to interpret, such as the thunder and our perception of it as divine wrath, the rain and our perception of it as God's sympathy. But behind even God's most open expressions, there lies impenetrable mystery. The wind blows where it wills said Jesus in chapter 3 of the Gospel of St. John. You hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it is going. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. And Sri Krishna says in the ninth chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, By me the whole vast universe of things is spread abroad by me the unmanifest in me are all existences contained not I in them God's hidden reality cannot be understood by the reasoning faculty India's Shankya philosophy states frankly, Ishwar Ashida, God is not provable. A willingness to seek the underlying reality behind appearances is essential for those who would know God. Thus, through Holy Scripture, God has spoken to mankind. Om, Om, Om. I would also like to welcome all of you. It's a great thing.
to join in uh, satsang. And it actually helps us to feel the spirit, uh, this invisible spirit blowing uh, gently in the breeze. I'd like to read a uh, passage from Whispers from Eternity. This is a book by Paramahansa Yogananda. This is the demand for the realization of God's presence. O Divine Father, Thou art just behind my prayer. Why dost Thou seem so far away? Thou dost tremble in my feelings. Thy presence glimmers through the veil of my thoughts. Yet Thou dost seem so far away. Father, come, remove Thy veil. Come, Father, come. Hear the voice of my prayer. I want to know Thee, to talk to Thee, to hear Thee speak to me. I want to pray to Thee and know that Thou dost hear my prayer. Show me the way that leads to Thee. So our top can't warn me about that. So our topic is: uh, Does God hide the truth? And uh, I want to put in a good word for God here. Uh, it turns out that it's Maya that's hiding the truth, and it's God trying His best to show us the truth, and to show us that the truth is everywhere. It is true that God created Maya, so I'll, I'll give you that one. But the fact is that the Maya, the separation between what we like and what we don't like, the good and the bad, the veils of light and shade, the uh, appearance of separation does hide the singular unitive light of God for a while within the dream. But God repeatedly and emphatically sends us avatar after avatar, saint after saint, in every religion, in every time, and tries to show us that there is one truth, that it is all-pervading, that all was made from love, as Swami Kriyananda put it, and God is doing his very best to shine that light. And each master comes and renews in mankind the memory that we all hold, that we are a part of all that is. We are a part of God. We are a part of truth. And we are made of truth. And the duality is not the ultimate reality. In fact, it's not reality. God is not hiding the truth. We at Ananda have a website called ananda.org. A number of very gifted young people and some gifted older people work on this website. And they try in every way they can to show the truth, to offer the truth. Rachel makes videos for YouTube. We put out songs. We publish books. We give lectures and talks. Any idea that we're trying to hide the truth is nonsense. <laughs> I remember a billboard on Sunset Boulevard in Los Angeles that Swami Kriyananda insisted we have that had Swami Kriyananda and Paramahansa Yogananda feel the joy. That's our message, and that's the message of every avatar. Lao Tzu and the Buddha and every one of them continually push to mankind an offering of love and light 
and om and peace and calmness and power and joy. And yet we don't see the truth because the Maya is a formidable opponent. And you must recognize that constantly there is this attempt, a master, Paramahansa Yogananda said, a conscious attempt to dissuade us from seeing the truth. And it's Maya, it's delusion. And it makes appearances, vanished the veils of light and shade, lifted every vapor of sorrow, sailed away all dawns of fleeting joy, go on the dim sensory mirage. That's where we're trying to go, samadhi, oneness. But Maya is constantly trying to get us to pull back from that. And our job as truth seekers is to push on towards truth and seek it, seek it in everything. It's everywhere, but we are fooled by the Maya. We don't feel the power of God in the wind. We think it's making my microphone squeak. We don't see the love of God. We think, oh, it's just, I love this person. But it's the love of God through all love, everything that you love, everywhere that you love. It is the power of God that is driving everyone. And we did this affirmation. Why do we seek self-expansion? Why do we seek to learn? Because in our souls, we know. We know that God is everywhere. We have a memory of it. Truth is one and eternal. Realize oneness with it in your deathless self within. It's everywhere. It's in everything. But we forget. We personalize. We divide. And we lose the sense of the love of God. As truth seekers, it's our job to focus on that light. I don't know how many of you are ocean divers. But if you dive in the ocean and you go down you eventually come to a level where you can't see very much, if at all. If the current's strong and the silt, the sand is stirred up, you can literally not see your hand in front of you. And yet, if you look up, the light of the day will shine. And you can tell when it's cloudy because it's, it's less light when you're really deep. So, this reminds me of the situation we're in, that the Maya gets darker and deeper as you go down. But if you turn and face the dawn, we could say, then you realize that the truth is ever shining. The light is always there. As you rise in the ocean and you come, depending on how clear the water is, where you are, you can actually see out of the water and you can see the land, the mountains, the shore. That is our situation. We are truth seekers. We're supposed to be going up. We tend or are fooled into thinking that down is a good option, that cloudiness is a good idea. It's not a good idea. We need to remind ourselves constantly in every aspect of our lives that truth is one and eternal and to realize it is within ourselves. That is the job of truth seekers. We're going to have a spiritual renewal week. We're going to get together and spend a week trying to deepen our 
meditation, our perception of the divine, the capacity of our hearts to love, the calmness of our being, the peace of our inner nature, and to be more aware of it, more in touch with it. We have had in this life the great blessing of spending some of us our entire life with Swami Kriyananda. And Swami Kriyananda said many interesting things. One of them was, I never do anything without an inner feeling. What does he mean by that? He never acted in a way that didn't increase his feeling of peace, of closeness to the divine, of joy, of self-expansion. We need to use that as a measure. We need to expand our consciousness. We need to practice meditation deeply and more deeply and even more deeply and even deeper than that. <laughs> Yogananda said something that really is astounding. He said, there's no end to evolution. There's no end to the depth of meditation. This is an avatar talking. He says he's still going deeper. I don't even understand that completely, but I just shared it with you. You can ponder it now. The reality of it is, is we're truth seekers, and we have to turn our attention more and more, deeper and deeper, to the reality of the light that is permeating this universe at all times. And we do that by deepening our meditation, by relaxing completely, letting go of the body so much so that you don't even know you have a body. You have a perception of light. You are eternal. You are deathless. You are changeless. Meditate on that. You're not this body. You're not this personality. You're not your history on the Savika page. You're much more than that. You're infinite. You were never born. You don't die. What is that reality? Get in touch with that. Meditation is a great way to do that. You start, I remember when I started meditating, and that was one of the things I started to think about. You didn't, you weren't born? But I, I was so convinced I was born. I was a teenager. I was really into being born and being a teenager now and trying to be an adult. No, you were never born and you never die. You're the changeless part. That's a good place to meditate. Meditate on the eight aspects of God. In thy light, in thy love, in thy joy, I am one. I am one with the infinite Om. Meditate on that. Find the part of you that isn't changing, that isn't getting older, <laughs> that isn't getting more tired, <laughs> that is always full of grace. That is what we want. And who do we look to for that? Swami Kriyananda repeatedly said, the saints are the true custodians of religion. That's where we have to look. We look to Ram Prashad. We look to the ones who have found God. We look to them because they have an experience that is not the rational mind, that is not logic, that is not a politician or a world leader. I'll tell you a quick true story. But in the United States, we're having the process of the elections. This goes on for many, many months. It has certain humorous aspects and it has certain tragic aspects. But one of the candidates was asked last week by a born-again Christian group, excuse me, uh, sir, who's running for president of the United States, do you ask God for forgiveness? 
And with a completely straight face, he said, oh, no, I don't find any need for that. <laughs> oh, shanti, shanti, amen. <laughs> That's where we are in this world. In that, in that realm, you're not going to find truth. You're going to find truth in the realm of Paramahansa Yogananda, Swami Kriyananda, Nandamoy Ma. Keep company with the saints. Satsang, keep company with truth. And you'll feel their consciousness. Because the masters never lose the vision of truth. We do. They never lose the vision of truth. Master always realized, I am one with the infinite. There's a cute story. Paramahansa Yogananda and uh, Sri Teshwar in India. Master's going to go to America. And Sri Teshwar is there with them. And they're standing, and Sri Teshwar would say, Oh, when you get to America, you're going to have so many organizational duties. Paramahansa Yogananda said, don't rub it in. I know all about it. <laughs> he knew. He knows. Present, past, future, no more for me. But all flowing I, I everywhere. This is the state of the master. You must put yourself in that position. Master said, read the poem Samadhi every day. But he also said, imagine yourself in that state. Feel yourself in samadhi. What would it be like if you weren't enthralled by this mirage of the senses? What if your being was everywhere, all flowing I, I everywhere, tranquil, unbroken thrill, eternally living, ever new peace? Put yourself there each day. Feel yourself expanded in the ultimate. And you'll find that that is your native state. And you will come closer to that light that's always shining. And you will move towards that day by day. And then, as Swami said, I never do anything without a feeling. You will more and more feel the presence of God. And whenever that diminishes, you will notice it. And a little yellow light will go on on your dashboard and it will say, caution, you are moving away from the joy of God. Come back, my child, come back into God. Sensitively tune your heart to that joy in meditation, in practice. That's why I was saying thank you for all coming to Sunday service because you can feel the satsang. We're all here for one reason, to seek truth. Yesterday, we meditated in the Temple of Trees up at the meditation retreat. This is another very good practice. Go to places that have the vibration of truth. Go to the meditation retreat. Meditate in the Temple of Trees. As we meditated there, we weren't thinking about the things that happened there. Swami Kriyananda giving classes, Jyotish and Devi doing this and that. We weren't thinking about that. What we were doing was feeling the truth is one and eternal. Realize oneness with it in your deathless self within. Go to the Moksha Mandir. Come to the expanding light. Be with people that are in that vibration. Read books by saints, about saints. Watch what you take in. Don't spend a lot of time studying these politicians. They have no need of Christ's forgiveness. 
We do. <laughs> we need the presence of Christ. But we have the presence of Christ. We just need to turn our attention in that direction. We need to open our hearts and let the master take charge of our lives. The truth isn't being hidden, really. It's being broadcast by the masters. We choose to turn away from the truth, to turn away from the feeling of beauty, of kindness, of love, of expansion. We read a satsang with Swami Kriyananda once a long time ago, and we were just ending the satsang. We used to have satsang at his dome on Sunday afternoons. And so we were going to end the satsang, and uh, Swamiji asked one of the disciples, well, what are you going to do this afternoon? And the person said, oh, I'm going to go see a movie. And Swamiji said, what movie are you going to go see? And the person said, The Godfather. <laughs> it's a long time ago. Anyway, Swami said, don't go see that movie. It will make you feel dirty. That's all he said. There's a key, though. Do you feel clean, light, joy? I am one with the infinite joy. Or do you feel more tension, more worry, more worldliness? Use that as a measure. I never do anything without an inner feeling, Swamiji said. Never do anything without an inner feeling. And make everything that you do, every aspect of your life, take your life as a whole and look at any parts that aren't bringing you deeper and closer to truth. Look at your work environment. Look at your attitude to work. Look at the people you work with. Can you see God in them? If you don't, how could you learn to see God in them? How could you love them? How could you see them as expressions of divine love? This is a wonderful episode and adventure because God is everywhere and everyone is a part of God. But sometimes the veil are thicker. Sometimes you have to look more deeply for what is the love? What is the kindness? What is the beauty? Sure, in the sky, in the trees, pretty easy, pretty easy. But in New York City at five o'clock, it's more difficult. You know, we have to focus on that reality of God. Go through your day and look, how can I make this a time in my day where I'm closer to truth? Your commute. Do you want to listen to the news or do you want to chant? Do you want to work with the thought of Gosh, I wonder if I can get a pay raise. I wonder if I can do that. Or do you want to, how can I serve this person? Whatever you're doing, it doesn't matter. Everyone in the village does everything that we do on the outside. We build buildings and fix the plumbing and plant the food and we cook the food and we do get the workman's compensation insurance and we shop for the best insurance deal. We do all that. We have to do all that. We do it for God. And we think about God, and it's in partnership with God. We have a clinic. We have books. We have all this stuff. It's all for God. Take your day and make it more and more an episode with God, a day with God. Not hiding the truth and not letting the truth even be slightly shrouded, but making it vibrant and dynamic and using an affirmation, and using prayer, and using meditation, and using service. And a lot of times, all that you have to do is just adjust your head. <laughs> That's all that really needs to happen. You can't change where you work, maybe. Maybe you can't change where you live, or any of that. But you can change 
your perception of truth by looking up and realizing the love of God is with you every moment. Think of the guru. Think of God. Think of the masters. Read the scriptures and the books by different saints and religions and feel one father, mother, God. There's the truth always with you. And the other, keep it out of your consciousness. Keep it always your heart focused. And it becomes habitual. And I have good news because the spiritual path is difficult at first and then it's effortlessly liberating. As you go along, it becomes habitual to think of God. And if for a moment you're not feeling God's presence, a little yellow light goes on. You say, gee, home, 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 home. It reminds me of that story with Yogananda was giving a talk and he was supposed to be talking about Assisi and his visit to Assisi where he walked with Christ the whole time. But he got off on the subject of World Brotherhood Colonies and he talked about World Brotherhood Colonies for the whole talk. And then he realized he was supposed to be talking about Assisi. So he said, and so the thing about my visit to Assisi is, and then he just ended the talk. Think about God in some aspect all the time. Feel it. And it gets easier because at any point where you don't feel God, wait a minute, Divine Mother, what's, ah, I for half a second didn't think of you. It gets easier. We're going to spend a week talking about ways we can do it. We're going to talk about that. You need to personalize it. You need to make your life an example of discipleship. You need to live in samadhi all the time and feel that tranquil, unbroken thrill. You can do it. The masters are with you. The saints are with you. And God's grace is always with you. Use it. God bless you.